reaching for a snack without waking Daddy. Land on a noise, and you have to press Daddy's alarm clock. Will he wake up? Hope all Hollywood Underground is getting like their revenue from that. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm uh, Stevo. I I don't even know anymore. You're a penis farmer. Uh, yeah, apparently. Call back to episode 143. That hasn't happened yet. I know. But just but wait for it. Just you'll wait, see. You'll wait for it. You see. We'll see what that happens. We'll yeah, see if we can right. remember. But yeah, probably not. Yeah, we had a week off. Patrick, uh, he went out of town. We'll yeah. uh, we'll talk about that. But yeah, so I I for whatever weird reason. When I always think about board games in like the nineties and everything that like growing up and seeing these commercials, Don't Wake Daddy always fucking terrified me due to the fact that like if you look at that board game, like how that board is set yeah, up, yeah. Okay, you have to sneak into the kitchen for a snack. So if you break that down in normal sensibility, yeah. my parents' room was downstairs in my yeah. in my yeah, parents' yeah. house. All right, so I was upstairs. I could easily sneak down the stairs. Grab a snack. like their own separate Their room. own thing. You, on the other hand, you had your parents, they slept upstairs. Yeah. But you could still go past that. Oh, you cruise right by. Cruise yeah. right by, go down and get a snack. Where this father's bed was. It was in like this in board, the kitchen. In the middle of the fucking house. Yeah. Just like out of nowhere. And, and it was like up. a giant bed, too. Like. But what frightened me even more is after they, you grow up and you learn about the don't wake daddy, daddy's by himself. Yeah. There's no mommy. Well, and Daddy's going like, through a divorce. Yeah, it's like, and what is Daddy going to do? Give you wake him up? Like, it was like, uh, don't wake Daddy. Or he's going to, like, what, beat the kids? Or beat something? the kids? <laughs> like, that's my only, like, what? Because, like, I think about, you think about it. You wake your mom, she comes in, she'll be like, get the fuck to sleep. What the fuck's wrong with you? Why are you doing this? Yeah. Dad, yeah. on the other hand, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even an answer or a question. It was just a belt beating you to death. So I remember... I remember seeing. At least that was my. This is like you know years ago. Obviously, I remember seeing somebody took that board game, and they put like a little miniature like modeled Jack Daniels bottle in Daddy's hand in the board game. Oh, that's even. Better. And they somehow spring loaded the arm so that like it would you because know, you know he springs out of yeah, bed. Yeah. So that it would fling the bottle as it woke up. <laughs> that's Jesus. Don't wake. Daddy, yeah, <laughs> like very subtle. Yeah, and I love how the fact is it was a what Parker Brothers made that, that game. I was like, can we talk about that song for a moment? Oh yeah, that song's creepy, creepy as, as fuck, right? Yeah. Like if you go back to our old like um, like board games, like from the nineties, listen to that stuff. Like okay, a lot of them are kind of cheerful. Yeah. So like perfect example, perfection. Put those pieces in the slot. Yeah, yeah. Make the right connection. If you don't, you'll miss the clock. Pop goes perfection. Yeah. Very delightful. Fair, but, this is, but this is very like, sneak into the kitchen. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's almost like a, I feel like it should have just been like, dun, 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 don't no, wake it was like daddy. creepier than that, fucking, though. Do we have to re-listen to it? It's like a horror mute, like, oh, song. What? It's like a horror <laughs> song. It's like, 
Don't wake daddy. Don't wake daddy. Yeah. I feel like that is a perfect horror movie right there. Don't wake daddy. Don't wake daddy. Yeah, it's like that, uh, shit, what was that movie called? Don't breathe or something? Oh, yeah, don't breathe. Yeah, it's like that. Don't wake daddy. And daddy springs up. He's like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Wait. Then go back to bed. Like, um, uh, but like the repercussions <laughs> of waking Sorry. daddy in that this, game. This needs to be said. Oh, go ahead. Me. Since we're talking about Don't Bring. Not a good first date movie. I think we can all agree. Best date for date. I'm sorry. Fucking the whole spooge in a turkey baster scene. All right. Uh, the first date with this chick that my sister had set me up with, like from her work or something. She's like, oh, you know, let's go see this movie. And we go like, that scene comes. I just look over and I'm like, what the fuck? So you know, I mean, I've never seen this before. I'm like, good lord. First off, if you guys want to know the full death and story of that, I believe you can find the episode of Life of Shit called I'm Tired of Waiting. Oh, that's right. I did talk it's about it. It's actually, it's actually, yeah. no, no, you're good, though. This actually helps out if any new listeners have jumped on or whatnot. But I, uh, do yourself a favor, check that episode out because yeah. it is, because I've made that mistake, too. Heinous. I yeah. took a girl. Now, I, like, they weren't into this movie. They were the one that picked the movie. Yeah. But the movie that I took a first date on was uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, nice. Nice. So, yes. You know, <laughs> but her, on the other hand, was like, why did I pick this? What was while we're on the subject? All right. So when I was in Japan, I was uh, went on a few times with this girl. Remember, we went to see The Last Samurai, you know, the Tom Cruise movie. Yes. Yes. She cried the entire time. Really? Yeah, because she was so deeply moved by seeing Tom Cruise portray a samurai. Are you serious? <laughs> Dead ass. Like dude. I just saw it as. as I'm t- sorry. I'm like, it's. T- I liked the movie. Don't get me wrong. Love the movie. Great but- movie. But I'm. I'm sorry. I'm like, it's. It's Tom Cruise as a samurai. Like seriously. And as when she's like sobbing practically, and I look at her, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> did you Did you look over and go like, I'm not getting pussy tonight? <laughs> I just looked at him like, like oh, and my exact words were, oh, you're crying. <laughs> just like, because I'm smooth like that. Oh, you're smooth as yeah. butter. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you're crying. And she, like, so she's like, oh, and she starts to explain the concept of Bushido. Okay. You know, like the, the honor and all that. And she's like, oh, this movie embodies Bushido. I'm like, let me get this straight. Tom Cruise playing a samurai embodies one of your dearest held like you know, heritage thing yeah one of your uh, closest held concepts for your, your country oh, I'm like this is like your heritage here that has been whitewashed by tom cruise and this embodies it to the point that you're moved to tears did you ever look at her and just go like you know when i saw mission impossible i didn't shed tears because tom cruise didn't embody <laughs> Going against the American government body the, for what just, he thought was right. I know. I was just, I was in awe after that. I was like, wow. I feel great about this episode right now. Just wow. the fact that in the description would be like, we talk about Tom Cruise and people are going to be like, oh, what do they have to say? It's <laughs> just a shitty. That was just staggering to me because I was like, I'm sorry. That's like, you know, everyone's all up, it gets up in arms about like cultural appropriation. Oh, all that yeah. Kind. No, totally. So, like you have it on screen. But she was moved to tears by it because it was such a beautiful performance. And she was so, Japanese. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, her yeah. name was, uh, what the hell was her name? Itsuki. Itsuki. It's, it's spelled like Itsuki. You know why? You, you know why? Because the English translation of that, Patrick, though, is Tom Cruise. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, this embodies me so much. Yeah. That's funny. That's not heard that story. Love that yeah, story but, right now. So actually, you know, since you know, getting pussy, I never yeah. actually slept with her. Okay. The reason why. Because oh, she was crying the entire time. No, no, no. <laughs> it's even weirder. Oh, shit. The reason why is because I actually was interested in her and wanted to have a relationship. She's like, if you just want to have a fling, we could have sex. But like, since you actually don't want to do that and are like legitimately kind of serious, then we can't. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, what? She's like, no, we can't. We can't do that. I'm like, why? Wait. So I'm what? like, wait. So if I were just some rando that you yeah, yeah, picked up, you'd boom. be fine. You'd be fine. But but since so I'm like legitimately like interested, you you don't want to. So this is interesting. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm, uh, no, I'm not pretty sure. I'm. I know for a fact. It's like women have gone through that as well. Where there's a guy who's just all like, like you're probably into a guy. And then he's just like, no, I just want to have a fling, blah, 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 and stuff like kind of stuff like that. So it's interesting, though. So when that happened, yeah, did that, and not, I, I don't want to say, like, break your psyche, but it kind of puts you in this weird path of, like, so when you came, like, home, I know you were in that phase of, like, fuck it, I'm just going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And, and because you're at, you, and, and to be fair, everyone goes through that. Like, everyone's always at that, you hit a certain age where you're just all like, none of this stuff that I was quote-unquote kind of serious about worked out, so I'm just going to do what I want to do. I think and everyone does, goes through that. Yeah. Everyone goes through that. I've done that. Yeah. I know for a fact. Like, you do that, and I feel like that's fine. But I always think it's funny when people are going through that phase but are still trying to do the relationship and then wonder why things don't work out. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, just do you. Yeah. Just do you. There's a person at my work that's like that right now where I think she's probably on her 18th guy this year. And don't get me wrong. That's fine. She's young. Do, do you. Like, it doesn't affect my life yeah, at all and stuff right. like that. But I just always find it funny when they post stuff on Facebook that's like this ironic, like, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, but didn't you just do this to yeah. this other guy? Like, yeah, it's like you want it, but you don't want it. You know, it's like it's like that weird side. So I think it's kind of so I'm curious. Like, so when that happened, it probably happened to you at a young age. Oh, yeah. Because when, like when you yeah, because when you roll back here, you're probably like, what, 21, 22? I was like 22. Yeah. yeah. So it's like now you're at that for, part where it's like, all right, let me just do what I want to do until I figure out. <laughs> That's shit. I was trying to, like, hold that back. And I was yeah. like, no, not happening. No, that was just a weird. I've never heard that before. It's like, oh, yeah, if you just want to kind of fuck around, then, like, yeah, we could have sex. But since you actually don't want to do that and are, like, trying to be, like, Which is a funny. decent person and not just use me, then, no, we can't. I'm like, wait, what? Which is funny because you, in your head you feel like, like, at that time you're like, damn it. But then you look at it going, like, actually, that's probably, like, the best thing you could do because they didn't, quote, unquote, lead you on, build up yeah, this no. bullshit. They kind of just gave you out front going, like, look. That's not what I'm looking for? No, it wasn't even that. No, yeah. no. It wasn't that she wasn't, like, opposed to having, like, an actual relationship. It wasn't that at all. Oh. She just didn't want to have sex because she's like, oh, if this is more serious, then I want to wait and save it. Oh, okay. But if we're just fucking around, then who cares? Interesting. That's why I was like, that's fucking weird. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. You totally, wow, we have to delete, like, half the episode right now. All right, yeah. everybody, forget what you heard in the last, like, <laughs> 17 minutes, because I was not on the page with that. Yeah, no, Which now is- we're on the same page. Okay. So that's why it was so fucking weird. It wasn't that she was opposed to having a relationship. She just didn't want to have, you know, sleep with me if it was an actual relationship, because gotcha. she wanted to wait. She wanted to wait. But if we were just fucking around, then, it, okay, then no big deal. I'm like, doesn't that cheapen it? Kind of. 
like I get like when people are like you know I'd rather wait until we're you know committed and long you know like a long. I don't know. No, it makes sense when somebody's like, "Hey, I want to make sure that we're committed before we do that." Okay, that makes no, sense. That makes sense. But to be like, "Oh, since you want to be committed, we can't have sex." But if you want to just fuck off, then we could have. Oh. Like, wait a second. Yeah, that's a weird. Basically, she gave you like that ultimatum, like, "Oh, if you're serious about this, we'll continue on the path that we're going." But no sex right now. Yeah. But if you just wanted to be like, no, I just want to be a one and done. Like you basically would have taken her to the movie. She would have sobbed, fucked her, and then done with it, kind of thing. Like Pretty she would. Much. Have been, she, and she that was been, the deal. And then she would have been fine with that either. Basically, she was fine either way. Yeah. That was going on, but she just was saying like, hey, if you're into me, we're not having sex tonight. Yeah. Oh no! And, uh, like I'll put it this way: never had it presented it to me that way. Like no one's ever just come I, out yeah, and said it, was, it. It was weird. But I, uh, but I did have like I think usually like my like some people had a rule of like I won't sleep with this person until like a certain amount of time, which I get because like if you do it on it the makes first, sense. it, it yeah. makes sense. Like for and it's weird. You could sleep with someone on the first date and it goes great, like yeah. everything works out, blah blah blah. But if you wait and then it it's actually real because literally I had. I had someone actually tell me it was the third date. We finally did it. And then they told me like later on the, in the relationship at that time, they're all like, well, honestly, I thought you were a cool person and stuff. But I'm like, if you sucked at sex, I would have just been like, oh, yeah, I'll just be friends with this person. Yeah. I mean, which is valid. Which is valid and some of that. But it's just like, you, I'm. but then I heard that and I'm sitting there going like, wow, that kind of sucks. Because it's like at a certain point, like I was probably into that person. Yeah, and then they tell you that like later on, going like, "Oh, so I would have been really into you, but if I sucked at sex, we would have just gone to friends, and I probably would have been destroyed." See, I know they might have put it as sucked at sex, but I I feel like it's deeper than that. I think it's like sex is a good indication yes. of your compatibility with that person. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Because like if it's awesome, you're like, okay, it's just further confirmation of what you already know. Yeah, right. So, yeah, like. Generally speaking, before you get to, unless it's like, you know, a drunken hookup or something. But yeah, generally yeah. speaking, in an actual relationship, before you get to that point, you already have a pretty good idea mm-hmm. of, like, how well you're going to work out with this person. And then after, you know, you consummate it, whatever, and then it's just confirmation at that point. It's like, yeah, that was great. Yes. Like, you know, we were in tune with each other. Like, mm-hmm. I knew what she wanted. She knew what I wanted. Yes. Like, it all meshed really well. Meshed and really well. It's like, perfect. No, yeah, and I can see that, too. So it's like, I could see, so if, like, the sex was not great, then that's an indicator that, oh, there's some element that we're not compatible. Okay, now that's the thing, though. Is it always that thing? Because I understand there's always, like, getting better at sex. Yeah. But, But there's also a thing, like, there's also, like, somebody's past. Now, if you also look at it, like, if I just got out of a long relationship, yeah, that relationship wasn't great, and I wasn't having sex in that relationship for a good long time. All I was probably doing is quote unquote probably masturbating throughout yeah. that time. Yeah. So then you meet somebody, and you're finally with somebody, and it's like you haven't been with somebody in so long. Yeah. There could also be like, yeah, maybe the first time is could be not great, but at the next point where the guy, the person gets their bearing. See, or I whatnot. I, still, I think that I still think that's like a cop out because so? I, everything leading up to sex, there's this, you know this this you know this dance we all do, right? You know, there's a foreplay and all that. I feel like if you're even if it's been a long time, if you're in tune with that person, you're still gonna be you know kind of picking up on what it is that they want. It's it's, it's what, true. It's what's not said that's important in moments like that. You know, it's like you can straight up say, hey, I'd love for you to go down on me. Mm -hmm. But it's when 
you don't even have to say it. And it just kind of... That's true, It's yeah. those non, non-verbal cues that you pick up on, and I think when those aren't... When they're not picking up on that, it's a pretty good indicator yeah. that, you know what, you're not really in tune with each other. Not to say that you won't be eventually, but... But yes. When you have an experience like that, say it's, you know, you've gone on a few dates and everything, and then you get to that point, and then everything's just in sync. Mm. And then it's just further, like I was saying, it's further confirmation of that That's point, true. because it's like, damn, you know, we read each other so well. Like, I didn't have to say anything, and you're right there with me. So it's not even, we're not even talking, like, how long you last. No, 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 no. Maybe no, once no, you no. get to the actual no, penetration yeah. stage, you last, like, a minute and a half. Yeah, no, I'm not but even talking like, about that, but I'm talking about, like, leading up yes. to that point. No, because, yeah, no, I'm I'm not talking, like, uh, I'll put it this way. If you go, you go. If you can last long, you last long, some of that. Because for all we know, you're like, I only last, like, a minute and a half, right? Say someone says that. But you're able to get your partner off in less than that. Yeah. Does that mean you're a terrible lover, or does that mean you know exactly what she likes or that's, he likes? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you know how to be in tune with them, and you know, like, oh, I know exactly how to get this person off. Right. Boom. Exactly. You know, kind of like that, how well, thing. yeah. How how good are you at reading your partner? Yes, that's what I think is always funny because a lot of people always look at that and be like, oh, they only last this long, but it's also like, okay, yeah, a guy could probably go for ages. Guy could go for ages, but if he never gets you off, doesn't matter. Or she could go forever and yeah. she doesn't get you off. It'd be a thing. Now, granted, yes, there could be those times where like you and I are exactly alike when it comes down to this part. Whiskey dick. You and I have reverse whiskey dick. Yeah. Which is the fact that whiskey dick, if most people don't know what it is, is a guy drinks too much and he can't do anything with his dick. His dick is like, yeah, he's into it. He wants to do it. But the dick is just like, I'm on my own world. It won't get hard. I won't do that. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, because I was talking to you about it and you were like, oh, I'm the same way because I've never ran into anybody so far right. that's had this where it'll get hard and it can stay hard, but for I will never get hours. <laughs> hours and i will never get off now granted yeah girlfriends significant others love that shit you can go for a while you can do your thing and stuff and i don't fault them when they're like i can't get you off because i'll even say it i'm like dude i am so at the point where i even i couldn't jerk myself off right now like that's how like that's how it gets when i'm hammered like if i'm hammered and my and i'm horny like it's a good combination for my partner but after that it's just like for me i'm just like don't even worry about it Cause I'm like, I'm going to take a cold shower. Like, Cause I'm like, I can't even take care of this shit right now. Yeah. I have to like, I go, I go downstairs, fill up ice, just stick it in there. <laughs> I just fuck it like a waifu, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's a callback. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's like, I don't even fault people for that. Cause I'm just like, I can't even get myself off right now. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's just one of those things. So like, it's like, it's just, yeah, exactly. Being in tune. I think that's what it's all no, about. It's really. totally in with that. And literally, Okay, if you're with somebody and you feel like this is the person with you, tell them, like, everything you're into. What, Whether you think it's fucked up or not, just let them know. What cracks me Unless up is when Unless it's into fucking children, then you yeah. need to go to jail. Like, shoot yourself in the face. If you think yeah. about children, shoot yourself in the face. Agreed. But it's like, it cracks me up when you hear guys say something, like, they think that, like, women having an orgasm or is, is, like, fake. Oh, that doesn't actually happen. It's uh, like... You've never it's one of those, like, ah, thou dost protest too much. Right? <laughs> it's like, mm. Or when you hear guys talking about, oh, that chick was so loose. It's like, was she? Or are yeah. you just tiny? Tiny. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing, though. If you, know how to work, if you know how to use the equipment in your handle, big or small, yeah. if you know how to use it, you can do wonders with it. Prime example, I've heard people with, uh, you know, and this is not everybody, like women always like, oh, my God. Dick so big. 
Yeah, his stick can be as big as the day is long, but unless he knows how to use it, yeah, you can't do shit with it. Because there's uh, guys who are two pumps and they're done. You know, done. a prime example. Okay. Mr. Basic Polo himself. Oh, shit. You saw the time, be like, oh, yeah, you know, chicks have an orgasm. Like, I don't know how real that is. And I'm like, really? I'm like, or do you just not care about whether or not they're enjoying it? Exactly. I'm like, you're just all about you in that scenario. And so you don't give a shit whether mm-hmm. they actually get off or not because you're focused on your needs. Exactly. And this is the thing, though. Like, to me, and as dumb as this sounds, and this probably sounds like those stupid, like, douchebag cliche things or whatnot, but if my partner's getting off and you're making them get off, that, like, gets that's me even, on. like, that's yeah. a huge turn Hell on. Yeah, that's it like, is. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, good. Like, keep doing it. Like, okay. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it's just like... I feel like we're giving like really good advice right now for sex. Yeah, maybe be in tune with your partner, people. No, th- yeah. I think that's great advice. Okay, no, be in tune. No, exactly. if we want, be okay, in tune with yeah, be your in tune with your. No, we're not just talking about like fuck whatever you want and be blah no. blah. No, no, I'm saying like listen to your partner, feel their body, know what they're into, know what they like, and pay the fuck and pay attention. fuck attention and just yeah. be in tune with them. Just be be a fucking orchestra. Exactly. One of you, one of you is the conductor. The other is the rest of the band, and you got to all mesh together to make yeah, this fucking that's symphony. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm that's not, why to me that comment about like if the sex was terrible, we would have broken. I think that's a valid comment. Valid comment. Because then that says you know if the sex is bad, then that means that one of you is not paying attention to the other one. Exactly. I'm like. Not saying that you should always have phenomenal, amazing no, sex. No, no, no. I think that's the goal, right? That's like, the we goal. We all want that. We all want that. Like, like every, honestly, I feel like yes. everybody, you know, and every couple should be having fucking amazing sex. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do, everyone. Should, there's no reason not to. There's no reason not to. Being Ever, it doesn't yeah. matter what you are. Male, yeah. female, transgender, any race, any sex, anything. Just enjoy it. Enjoy sex. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Goddamn right. Goddamn Even right. if it's with a Latino backup singer. Yeah. Just go for it. At a bar. At a bar. In, with a local band. In Ohio. In Ohio. Where a lead singer is a female. And yeah. you're really into her. But then you're checking out the Latino guy going like, I've had a few drinks. And you're like, what? maybe this is just by me talking. Maybe this but... is by me talking. But fuck, I'd suck a dick tonight. Because <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. We've all had this thought. About sucking a dick? I don't know what no, I No, no, not oh, sucking a dick. all right. Not I'm like, like I haven't. No, uh, no, you haven't. Not that portion of it. But uh, you know for a fact, it's like, you know how you like your dick sucked. Yeah, okay. Men know men. All right, yeah. You know for a fact, you're like, yes, I know for a fact a man can totally probably suck my dick and do an amazing job at it. Phenomenal job at it. Probably like Michelangelo, uh, yeah. like fucking like painting the 16 chapels bullshit, you know? Like, fucking going at it and stuff like that. But I know for a fact, if a man got near my junk and was trying to do that, like, credit to him, good for him and stuff like that, but I'm pretty sure I don't think I can get an erection. No, like, I'm yeah. just not into dudes. No, and yeah, it wouldn't fu- happen. And I'll put it this way. Nothing wrong with that. Because I feel like if that gets you off, good for you. Awesome. Yeah, you don't do you. You know, and stuff like yeah. that. But I know for a fact, like, that's the thing. But, I, but And also, in what we just said, in case scenario, like, I have no desire to go, I want to suck some man's dick. I want to suck a dick tonight. I don't have that craving at all. Yeah. Other people's do. We've seen Craigslist. There's a lot of people oh, into that. Oh, there's a ton of it on there, and yeah. And that's fine. 
do you and stuff like that. But we just know, like, so yeah, I can pick out a nice looking dude and be like, that man's attractive, but not once in my life. Like, honestly, if it's a celebrity, I might just be like, okay, I gotta have sex with him. You know why? The story. Yeah, because then you could sell it later. Oh, yeah. Because but, the not even, not even sell it, dude. I'd be at a party and be like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't wave after him. Be like, oh, yeah, Chris Hemsworth sucked my dick. Yeah. That's true. They probably make you sign like a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, no, definitely. Though. I'll be like, fine. I'll just say Thor. He's like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> played yeah. with my played with my almighty hammer. Dude, so it's totally unrelated. That's fine. <laughs> For some reason, I was in the mood to watch the... Do you remember the Zodiac movie? Yeah, the Zodiac... The Zodiac Killer? Yeah. Yeah, Zodiac. I, yeah, yeah. Zodiac. Yeah. Did you know Mark Ruffalo was in that? Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Robert Downey no Jr. Idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd never seen it before. Oh, you've never seen it before? No. So I was watching it, get, you know, because it came out to go swimming or something the other day. So I'm like, oh, you know, because I, I, I'll sit up there and yeah, watch right? movies or something while she's swimming. So I was like, ah. For some reason, I, I felt like watching it. So I'm watching, I'm like, and then the cop dude comes. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Then I'm like, oh, shit, it's the Hulk. It's the Hulk. Like goddamn Mark Ruffalo. So okay, so first off, you, uh, like yeah, I remember seeing that movie long a time ago. I think we watched it just maybe sometime last year or maybe a year before that for the horror podcast. Oh okay, and we talked about it. Yeah. So Robert Downey Jr.'s in. Yep. Fucking Mark. Fucking yes. Right. Okay. Already, those three people you just yeah. named all Marvel people. Because Jake Gyllenhaal is now in the new Spider Man. He's Mysterio. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay, so. I don't. I'm not sure how great that movie. Like, I didn't check out the reviews. I just watched it and stuff like that. I enjoyed that movie. I really liked it. Really, and I really yeah. wanted to watch more. Like, find more out about like so documentaries I, and stuff. Like I that. listened. To, there's this a book. I got the audio book. It's called I think the most dangerous animal. It's actually quite compelling. I don't know if it's all bullshit. Uh huh. But it's this dude wrote this book about. It's basically his case for why his father was the Zodiac Killer. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, I remember you talking about it's this. It's nuts. Because, like, all of the pieces fit. Like, everything he goes through and, like, the backstory and his dad, because he was abandoned by his father. And so he, this is all through research he'd done, working with, you know, like, the uh, police departments in California, blah, blah. He got all this case files and all this. And he kind of synced up the case files with like what he knew of his father's history okay and it's nuts it's a freaking really good book yeah because you were saying like there were certain like puzzles that like people couldn't figure oh, yeah, out but yeah. he was able to yeah and it was like always written in like some of his stuff that, like only my son will know what i'm like talking and, about yeah, or something like that it was crazy and so like it's a really good book and like i said it could all be bullshit like i who knows but i just it's like well that's like you, you know, I listen to it. You yeah, read yeah. it too. Like after listening to it, it's like it's pretty compelling. And it's like, damn, the guy's dead, dead now. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you know, that's very plausible that his father really could have been the Zodiac. Killer. Well, it's interesting. Like, like you say something like that because it's like we just got done watching Chernobyl. Okay, yeah. and yes, like it's based on something that actually happened. Granted, whether or not the story that they put in there is like actual all truth. Yeah. Like, you know, whatnot, but yeah. it, you understand the setting and then you take it for what it is, but you still sit there going like, wow, I, this yeah, is, I, is like, this I, is fucked up. It was, uh, I did read that it was a bit, uh, you know, 
dramatized. Yeah, and you have to because it's like you're watching a miniseries. I, yeah, and you want to make it palatable for you know exactly television. So and, I, and, and I, keep people interested and engaged in the story. And, it's like I get it, and I yeah. totally get it. So I didn't take like any of that. Like I took it as like okay, like certain facts and certain things that happen and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, yes, this is exactly what happened. But like I don't know like the actual people because it's like. You weren't there. There wasn't a no, news story. They yeah. weren't interviewing, like, all that kind of stuff. So you just have to take it for what it is. It makes me just sit there because, like, there was a person at my work who actually just went to Chernobyl. And I'm like, wait, we can visit up down, which is so weird because when you watch that series or any documentary or something like that, it tells you, like, this place is, in, is unlivable for, like, a oh, yeah. hundred so, years. I think it was, yeah, the Grand, I believe it was Grand Tour. Might have been top, the end of Top Gear. I don't remember which, but the guys from the, on that show... Did a like a episode in Chernobyl? Oh, really? So they did this challenge. They just had to buy like a little shitty piece of shit car that was equipped with a radiation meter, and the whole goal was to get through the town basically before the radiation meter hit a certain point. Are you serious? Yeah, it was awesome. Oh wow! Yeah, it was cool. But that was the thing though, because like they actually when you go visit, they give you a meter. Yeah. And when you walk over, it gives you like the thing, and then you know, yeah. like okay, but it's like you've only been there so long. There was a special. Oh god! But I it's so it. funny what yeah. I realized is like you and I, since we smoked, yeah, like, cigarettes and stuff like that. If we go to Chernobyl, we're most likely going to get cancer then. Yeah, more susceptible. Yeah, to it. you're yeah. just like. What? So now I'm like, I'm like, I want to go, but I'm like, do I really want to deal with that? Like, no, yeah, no. I'll go when I'm 80. Yeah, like when you're kind of ready. And when I'm ready to go, yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. Oh, I'm ready to go. I'll go when I'm 35. <laughs> yeah, right. I know what I want to do for my birthday. <laughs> I know what I want for my birthday. Screw Dildo Island. <laughs> no, I hit Chernobyl and then Dildo. Island. Oh, and then Dildo Island. Yeah, so you be... can die amongst the dildos. Yeah, I'd die amongst the dilts. Yeah. The dildads. Yeah. The dildads. The dildads. That's hey, funny. Dildads. But yeah, no, totally recommend watching it. It's it's really good. Actually, it's funny. The guy who played uh, Mor- uh, Mori- Mortiani. Moriarty? Moriarty, thank you. Uh, in the Sherlock movie. Oh, okay. He's actually, he's in, he's like one of the main like people and stuff like that. And also the guy who's in Thor played What like, do you think of the Moriarty and the... TV, not TV. I only, the, I only the, the, so I'll yeah. put it this way. I've only seen the first season of Sherlock. Oh, I'm man. very behind. I love so it. I only got yeah. to see him in the last. I wish they would do more of them. They are. They are. Yeah, oh, like yeah. it's just because everybody's. Oh yeah, you know how no, the B- I fucking love. That's it. the thing. How the BBC works. See, but I hated, despised the. Guy, oh, yes. they, they cast as Moriarty. So he this was fucking garbage. So this is the thing. He rolls in on that last episode yeah. of the first season. I did, and I was oh, like, okay. But then after, I, when I saw him, I was like, I kind of like the one in the movie because I see, it seems like, yes. He's, the movie was. He's psychotic. Yeah. But he's not like over the, he's not Jokerist. Yeah. The one in the movie was a lot better than the one in the, like the series. Mm-hmm. I hated the Moriarty in the series. Doesn't detract anything from the show. Yeah. Thankfully, because the show was still fantastic. Despite which, which I know. Which I garbage hack job. With which Moriarty. I love about that because I remember mentioning Sherlock to you and you were like, I don't want to see it because it's in modern times. So I was pissed because about you because you love but you love yeah. like you love sherlock holmes. i read all of them yeah. like you love sherlock holmes. and like honestly like i know they've been in talks i'm not sure if they're gonna do it but they've been in talks for doing another movie with robert downey jr and everybody i'd be all over it and yeah. i'm really hoping like if it's the last one they gotta do hounds of the baskerville 
Yeah. Like, that would be amazing. That would be awesome. Because like, after they did that first movie, because I rewatched that not too long ago, the first one. What's, what I think is hilarious, uh-huh. the reason that Sherlock Holmes was like this prick and like raging drug addict and everything is because Sir Arthur Conan Doyle actually hated the yes. character. Like, he was sick of writing about him, and but everyone that's what everyone wanted. So he's like, fine, fuck all of you. Which is Guess funny. what? He's addicted to heroin now. Which is funny, because if you think about it, yeah. if you if you look at Sherlock Holmes, that's really like the base settings for Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah. you have this genius who can do anything. Or Dr. House. Yes, Dr. House. Or even, uh, uh, to a lighter extent, I mean, he's not addicted to anything, but he is also, quote-unquote, the smartest person in the world. The doctor from Doctor Who yeah. is like the same kind of thing. But it's the whole it's like so the show yes. House is basically Sherlock Holmes. Basically totally Sherlock Holmes. Like yeah. House, and then what was his uh, Wilson? Was it Wilson? His yeah, Wilson. Yeah. yeah, Wilson. That was, was Watson. His, uh, was his Watson? Yeah. Oh. So Holmes, House, Wilson, Watson. Good call. Yeah. No, the whole thing was based off of Sherlock Holmes. It's like the producers or whoever created the show is like, hey, how about we make Sherlock Holmes a doctor? Yeah. Right. And that's basically what the what show they did. Is. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's that prime example where it's like you you have this great person who can do all these great things, but you give them such these like you know yeah. depression, drug addiction, uh, stuff like that, and it's all like they wanted. It's like and they like and you look at Sherlock Holmes. It's like yeah, he would go out of his way to solve this oh, yeah. this murder, not caring about like quote unquote kind of breaking the law at some points. Well it's your classic anti-hero. Yeah, it's your yes, exactly. And that's why I think like everyone loves that kind of shit. Oh yeah. You know, because they're like, wow, this guy's a fucking mess. But yeah. look what he can but do. But look what he can do, you know? Yeah. And actually that was like the thing with uh spoiler alerts. I mean the movies out of theaters actually being released back in theaters uh with a new uh, end credit scene. Oh endgame. Uh, endgame, which I was kinda like I kinda wanna I kinda wanna with check the, that out. The Stanley tribute. Oh, is it a Stan Lee tribute? At the yeah, the end credit scene is a new. What they're including is like a tribute to Stan Lee. Oh yeah, I totally see that. Then I was gonna see it anyways. Again, yeah. um, but it's like, uh, fuck. Where was I going with Endgame? I don't know. We're talking about antiheroes and Sherlock Holmes, and I don't know where we're going with this. I literally thought you almost did like the X Files scene where you're just like. <laughs> I would have been better. Boom, boom, boom. E.T. sex. Oh, I gotta watch that tonight. Oh, the E.T. porn? I'm gonna jerk off Previous to porn ever. Did you just see the whole thing in its entirety? Uh, Please don't. I, I don't know if I did. Just get hard. <laughs> jerk off. No. We are like, phone home. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You cannot rape him. Wait, that's the weirdest Did I ever tell you that E.T. story with my dad? Uh, was it your dad watching the E.T. Porn? No, oh, no. Okay. No, it was the E.T. ride. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I ever told you. I, maybe you did. I don't remember. Where my dad changed the names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you already, you gotta say for the I gotta say, yeah, I don't know if I ever talked about it in this story. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a story that I absolutely love that I need to turn into a bit. Yeah. Because I think it's fantastic. So, back in the day, you can't even, so, this is literally talking to our generation and, uh, and, you know, uh, older because anybody uh, beyond a certain point, uh, there is no longer an ET ride at Universal Studios. Yeah. So back in the day, they had an ET ride, animatronic, awesome. You jump on bikes, you go yeah, through the whole thing, bicycles, yeah, and all this kind of stuff. But in the beginning, they asked you for your name, like right before, like you get into the ride. There's like a like a kiosk, and there's a guy there, and they ask you your name. They type in the computer, give you this card, 
and you take that down to the end of like the walking through like the whole like forest and shit like that. And uh, wow, it's so weird. I'm like thinking about it. And I'm like, remember, like, oh, it smelled like pine needles. And yeah, shit. like it was fucking nuts. Like, legit. Steve spelled, like, oh god, like I'm like, good for you, movie companies. You know what you're doing. Anyways, go in there, and then you give this guy the card, and then at the end of the ride, Ichi's waving goodbye, and he says your names, but he says like goodbye, and he says your name in threes because like the bikes were like three across, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like six people on the on the first version of it. Uh, so E.T. would say goodbye, but then when he got to my dad's name, so my dad has the same name as me, Stephen. Yeah. But the computer, being a computer, probably read it as Stefan, for whatever reason. Yeah. It's the 90s technology. I mean, yeah. had no idea. My dad held on to this. So we would always visit, like, Universal, like, two years. So it would be like, we're every, there. Every other. Yeah, so two years would pass, boom, then we'd go see it. My dad's holding on to this grudge. We get to Universal. My dad turns to us, no joke, and just like, all right, we're going to the ET ride. We're like, okay, cool. Yeah, we're into it. He's like, and we're going to get this motherfucker. <laughs> and we're yes. like, what? Roll in. My dad's like, he's called me Stefan. My name is Steven. So we got to come up with a funny joke name. So we came up with I'm a Dick Ed. Classic, normal, perfect. Yeah. 90s, roll in. Dad. Being a heavyset, balding white male, rolls in with an accent, no joke, and I might offend people, but this is seriously my dad. Uh, yes, hello, my name is Ima. And they're like, what? My name is Ima? We don't have Ima, but we have Emma. Oh, that would be fine. <laughs> then I'm after him. Clearly, they can see we're part of a family. Yeah. And I roll in and just go, my name's Ed. Yeah. Total English, no accent. Yeah. We didn't plan for this at all. My brother rolls in after us. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. My brother went first. He was... Uh, Dick. Dick. And then I roll in with Ed. Yeah. Perfectly normal. Roll in. We're, like, giggling the whole way. We think this is hilarious. Roll in. But at this time, E.T. was successful. So instead of six seats, to ins- uh, my whole family would fit. It was nine. So now it's us along with another family. Perfect. So you go through this entire ride, everything, and then at the end it says goodbye and gets to our line. It's like, I'm a dick, Ed, and we are dying laughing. <laughs> we think this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to us. We're like, yes, the moon. It's like we lo- won the lottery. Yeah, that was your big win. That was our big win. Like, parents behind us with the kid, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. Like, so, like, just like, this is supposed to be a sweet ride for our daughter. You guys ruined this for us. Two years go by. The entire family's involved now. We're at the breakfast table at the hotel going like, okay, what, what are names? What are names? <laughs> yeah, let's go. What are names? So we came up with, I'm a gay guy. <laughs> I need to see more dick. <laughs> That's what we came up with. So we roll in. No joke. Everyone else is like, oh, let's check out the new attractions. We make a beeline. And like, <laughs> E.T. is at the far end of this yeah, park. Yeah. We're like, we're going to E.T. first. Roll in. Ride's broken. Uh, we're like what so my dad's like we'll be back <laughs> leave come back it's back up and running we roll in and not even thinking like we should be out of order everything should be fine we go directly in order so it's like the first person i'm a gay guy nita seymour dick right off of there Guy gives us the cards. Everything's fine. We're laughing. We're going through this whole, like, oh, fuck you, E.T. Like, <laughs> all this great stuff. Roll into the end, and no joke. No joke. 
guy who has the headset on who's collecting the cards to go into this machine to give us names is literally like, yeah, I see them coming. <laughs> gets the cards and literally gets them, looks at us, and then shuffles them. And we were like, oh, that fucker. So we get on the ride. It's going through. We're kind of disappointed at this point. Like, we yeah. should be enjoying it. Like, the family behind us is loving E.T. They're like, oh, my <laughs> God, this is great. We're like, fuck this alien. Yeah. Hope they shoot him in the face. Like, just going through. And then, lucky for us, the guy who shuffled him didn't do a good job. So it just became, I'm a dick, and I need to see more gay guys. <laughs> and we were like, that's even better than we wanted. <laughs> Loved it. So my dad tells this story to my grandfather. And my dad thinking, like, eh, he's a little... You know, he's a different age. He's a different time period. Yeah. Might not get... My grandfather was crying laughing. He thought it was the funniest thing he's heard in, like, years. Amazing. He was just like, yes. And that's what I'm just like... And I have a feeling this is why the UT ride no longer exists. <laughs> I think the Moonies destroyed it. Awesome. I love that story. That's a great story. Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, sorry if you guys have listened to other shows and had to listen to that again, but but that's the problem. I need to figure out how to shorten it, because it can't be that long of a bit. No, I think think it was, like, the good... That's a pretty good amount of time. Like, well, I'm thinking about... It's because, you know, you want to have the build-up. You have to have the build-up. you got the payoff. Like, I feel like like the build-up... During, like, a stand-up special, perfect joke for it. But if doing, like, an open mic night where you only have five minutes... Yeah... It, you need like I don't know that that's when you could abbreviate though. No, th- I don't lose like, a lot of. I it. feel like I feel like that joke is something not for a open mic. Night. No, it's not. Like that's yeah. a joke that's already kind of patented down. It's yeah. set and it just needs to be in like that longer format where it's all like, all right, who goes to like amusement parks and then you just dive right into that like kind of scenario. Well, I feel like it's like okay, look at it this way. You know when you're. You know, interviewing for a job. You get the phone interview, and then there's the in-person interview. That's an in-person interview yes. bit. Whereas the phone interview, you're like quick to the point. Quick to the point. Jump yeah. off and jump on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good call, good call. But yeah, it's like something that I haven't unleashed yet, because I'm like, I don't think I could cut it. Like it's Not something five you, minutes. Can, you no. can't cut it. No. Because that would be the only joke you tell then. Pretty much. You know, yeah. kind of thing. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That was, that was what makes me funny with that, where I was just like, my dad was into that. Yeah, it's awesome. But uh, uh, I know we got some scan. Uh, well, we actually do have some scan BC from nice. last week. I, I saved some from last week. All right. Uh, I'll probably dive into that because I think I only have a few of those. Very good. Let's see. You got that. Well, then I've got a news article. Oh, you have a news article. I do. Do you want to dive into news first and then? Because you also got some Craigslist. I do, yeah. Let's do the news article. All let's, right. Let's, let's try to be classy. Let's, let's I feel, I feel like I dropped the show with that horrible story. All right. So we're going to roll right into it. Uh, police called it a meth-fueled attack squirrel. An Alabama fugitive says it's his beloved pet. Tonight on Dateline, Mickey Polk has been booked into jail more than two dozen times. <laughs> Wait, wait, more than yes. two dozen times. He's on the run from police who plan to arrest him on drug and weapon possession charges as soon as they catch up to him. But that doesn't mean that he isn't a responsible squirrel owner. Oh. He says. Wait, so this is like a story to put po- a positive twist in his favor. I guess. Right. He says, my squirrel was babied beyond anything anyone can imagine. The 35-year-old fugitive <laughs> told him. 
Washington Post in a phone call from an undisclosed location. I'll put it this way. This is the it first It has a very good laugh. I'll put it this way. This is the first time I heard when it said a thirty five year old male and I felt like, oh, I'm doing pretty good for my life right now. Yeah. Like usually you hear like a fifteen year old just like won a Grammy and you're like, fuck that kid. And now you're like thirty five year old and is wanted by the cops and training meth squirrels. I'm yeah. all like, I'm doing pretty good for myself. Hawk and his unusual pet have been in the spotlight since Monday when authorities in Limestone County, Alabama, accused him of keeping an attack squirrel. Attack squirrel. In a cage and feeding it methamphetamine so it would stay aggressive. <laughs> Paul insisted he raised the squirrel as if it were his own, bottle feeding it every few hours and keeping it warm with a heating pad when it was first born. And any allegations to the contrary are slander. He doesn't even like it when people smoke around his pet. <laughs> the squirrel is not on meth, he insisted. I honestly think that would actually kill it. Paul and the squirrel, who he named D's Nuts, <laughs> <laughs> have had a wild couple of days. <laughs> Welcome to the South, man, one neighbor told Way, I guess. We've got squirrels on meth. Uh, Pog, for his part, claims that he had moved out of the apartment several weeks before he, because he didn't want to continue to live a certain kind of lifestyle. The squirrel was going to be the last thing that he moved over to his new place, because his new roommate had a cat, <laughs> who he thought might scare it. He'd been going back to his old apartment every day to check on the squirrel and feed him, presumably more meth. Probably. Told the post, but the contraband that police found there wasn't his. <laughs> That's the fucking meth attack squirrel. Uh, this goes on and on and on. Long story short, dude in Alabama has a squirrel on meth. Yeah, man. Attack. An attack, attack squirrel. Attack squirrel. On meth. I like how it went from attack squirrel when it was just like... That. Now, this is the thing. Obviously, might have been in that article. I don't know, but it's like, has he actually made the squirrel attack anybody? Like, is it? I don't, they don't say. Yeah, they don't say. So I think yeah. you're just adding labels, man. Yeah, labels on squirrels, man. That's been prison more than two dozen <laughs> times. But he's a proper squirrel taking care. I wonder if he puts that on his Craigslist ad. Like, oh. hey, I've been to prison over a dozen times. Uh, it's probably on his Tinder profile. But uh, but I take care of. Uh, or not tender. It's probably squirrels only. Squirrels only. Yeah. Like farmers only. Yeah, yeah. So like, you have to take a picture of you and the squirrel, so we know you're real. Yeah. Um, you need another? Uh, probably. Yeah, we're just gonna say it right here. Love line. You guys were awesome. I think they're still going, but I don't think it's the same people. Oh. But uh, Gaba with your uh, your Spoodini. We know it was you. Probably was. We were thinking about docking too. It actually probably was him. That's probably why I liked it so much. He's all like, "Hey, I'm gonna tell you guys something, and I hope they're cool with it because that's what I know." Yeah. All right. So you guys are, you guys are in for a treat. Yeah. All right. What, what do you got? Well, I don't know. I was just saying, like, we're, oh, we're, thought, we've been drinking more, so they're... I thought there was something epic on Scan BC. Uh, there's some. 
Crack so, open your Molsons, bitches. Yeah, crack Time open your some yeah. Break it, break into Graham's house and steal some Molsons and get your Molsons and some some moosehead. But it's time for a long overdue scan BC. So we only have a few, but it's been a right. long time. So, so the last time I probably read a Scan BC was back in March. Damn. Because I read that one. I was just like, I remember reading that one. So, Shit, and, man. So this one is hashtag Victoria. Police are responding to reports of a female running around naked under the Bay Street Bridge. Wow. Hash- I kind of feel like she must not have been attractive. Like, because if she were attractive, people probably wouldn't have called the police. They'd right. be like, damn, yeah. Damn, get out of your right. camp, eh? Yeah, but so, probably not. Oh, I don't know. It's Canadian. So maybe they're like, oh, this woman is unclothed. Help her. They're kind of polite. Yeah, that's true. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, at, uh, so it's one that weird, weird town, but at Snitch. I'm just going to say Snatch. Uh, police are responding to area of Elk Lake Drive and hashtag BC Highway 17 to assist a mother duck and her ducklings trying to cross the highway. That's that's adorable. That is, uh, yes. I want a Canadian children's book like that. Did I tell you about the, the duck crossing guard in my neighborhood? I th- oh, I think you told me, but I don't that know if you talked about it. Go ahead. No, I don't think so. So, I was, you know, I was trying to drop my kid off at daycare in the morning and then like, all of a sudden, this big-ass duck just posts himself up in front of the car in the road uh-huh. and, like, wouldn't move and shit. And then all of a sudden, I see this mama duck and her ducklings go across. Meanwhile, the big duck's just, like, chilling there, staring, like, right at me. Oh, wow. Finally, mama and her, her babies get off and over into the lake. And then crossing guard duck just kind of looks up and, like, then trundles off after. I'm like, damn, crossing guard duck. Crossing Love guard it. duck. Love it. Okay, so that what you're saying, though, is that means we got to have ducks train other ducks in other countries so they can have that. So they don't like, need police intervention. Yeah, yeah, so, like, the ducks can just take care of it. They'll be like, oh, yeah. hey, we're, we're crossing the street. That's yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's awesome because it's like they've been, they've learned, like, hey, we can stop these giant things moving at us yeah to get across the road so well yeah they learn they're like monkeys they like yeah. figured out tools they're like i'm a tool so i'm just gonna sit here wait for you to go i mean granted all ducks are rapists and eat their dead and yeah ducks are terrible actually but yeah. good for them good for crossing yeah <laughs> i'm all like oh think about it duck, duck tails <laughs> Woo-hoo! oh uh, you haven't did i send you that the true yes you okay did. yeah <laughs> Fuck, that's what I... Okay, next week, I gotta start opening up with those. Yes. Scientifically accurate. Okay, so anyway, so Sydney slash North, uh, Satch, RCMP are involved. The Mount. Are responding to the Schwartz Bay Fern Terminal. All right. For a naked, intoxicated person in the driver's seat of a vehicle on the, on the coastal celebration vessel. 
The coastal celebration vessel? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It might be like the airport, I guess, because it's a terminal. I kind of want to ride on the I, coastal I, celebration yeah, vessel. Coastal that sounds amazing Celebration to me. vessel, yeah. I went, I had a like, how, yeah, do, you, no, how I, do you book a trip on the coastal celebration should we, vessel? Should we look? I kind of, I feel like we need to. You, okay, you look up that. Due diligence right now. Coastal celebration vessel. All right. Okay, and then the last one, Pat. Responding to 800 both uh, Craig's Flower Road for response of a male yelling and urinating at passing vehicles. Nice. It's a ferry. Oh, it's a ferry. The Coastal Celebration is the third and final coastal class ship to be delivered to British Columbia ferries. The class comprises double-ended ferries in the world. Double-ended ferries. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what? Those are in Hammerfall. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's just a ship. It's a, it, the amenities include a Pacific buffet, Ooh. a coastal cafe, Coast Cafe Express, Sea West Lounge, Passages Gift Shop, a kids zone, a video zone, a pet area, work study stations, elevators, and accessible washrooms. Oh, elevators on ships? Yeah. I've never been on a cruise, so I don't know. It's, I think it's like a ferry. Interesting. It probably just goes from <gasps> what? It probably goes from wherever you get on to Dildo Island. Probably that would be a coastal celebration. <sighs> okay, so we have to do it. And they're just like, if you're going to Dildo, Dildo Island, Island, make sure to you? wear dildos in your hair. Wait, is this a song? Yeah. Oh. So that's San Francisco song. Oh, I never heard that. Which. It's funny, you know that song, it's like if you're going to San Francisco, make uh, sure to wear flowers in your hair. Yeah. The reason that's in that song is because the hippies there, oh, that's yeah. one in like the Haight-Ashbury district back in the 60s or something. Hippies, everybody thinks, oh, there's peace-loving hippies, blah, blah, blah. No, it's because they in that area, they were violent as fuck, and they would beat the shit out of anyone who didn't have a flower in their hair. Oh, wow. That's why that's in the lyrics. So hippies are dicks. At least in the hate Ashbury district. Hey, Ashbury hippies. They're probably not. Are hippies are even around anymore? Well, uh, they yeah. Hipsters. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But the, the hate Ashbury district's all fucked up now because from all the hippies. Like, they just urinate on the streets everywhere and oh, all that. Shit. So it's like, yeah. They used to, back in the day. Wow, history. I don't know how long ago this was, but like, the police and shit used to just kind of cruise around and just spray them down. Are you serious? Yeah, because they were so grimy and disgusting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would just, like, hit them with hoses and everything oh, and clean shit. them up. Is that where that came from? What, hosing, the, hosing, yeah, hosing, hosing down people? Or has that, like, been around oh, for Oh, it's probably been around for ages. But they were doing it there for, like, sanitation reasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Sanitation. No, I agree, <laughs> but it's just... It's crazy, isn't it? Like, oh, we have sprayed on the hip. Imagine if we had that today. Like, we're just spraying down, like, oh, hipsters is fucking ruining the youth. Yeah, I feel like we should. For sanitation reasons. Sanitation reasons. That's ironic. Shh. <laughs> just hose them down. It'd pretty, be pretty much every coffee shop in right, Portland. Uh, every coffee shop was just decimated from the <laughs> fire department. Be like, we gotta hose these fuckers down for sanitation. Those filthy bastards. But it's funny, because as soon as they do it, they realize, like, oh, my God. I can breathe again. Everything yeah. Pollution is going away. We find out that hipsters is the cause of pollution. They probably are. And Captain America. Mer- Captain, Captain, Mer- Captain Planet shows up like, Captain Planet, 
He's a hero. Gonna take hipsters down to zero. He's gonna help him. The fire department. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna shoot down all those hipsters with water. Yeah. We are planeteers. We have hoses too. And spraying down hipsters is the thing to do. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's get a reboot. Reboot. Captain Planet going, people. All right. Can William Shatner voice him? Uh, sure. I don't see why not. I need to hose down. Hipsters! <laughs> I feel awesome. Instead of con, it's like, hipsters! Fucking hipsters. Uh, I don't think they're around anymore, are they? I don't They kind of morphed into... Whatever like, the new thing is? Yeah. What just, is the new thing? Uh, millennials, I guess. I don't know. I thought millennials... No, millennials was more like last year like it's something the new thing is just being a bunch of whiny bitches really oh whiny bitches no seriously people are offended by like everything Everything, yeah everything nowadays and they hate when people do something it's like i don't know it's like oh you didn't give me non-dairy creamer and my mocha fuck a dude in the ass a latte i'm a non-dairy creamer yeah yeah Okay. Yeah, it's so bullshit. I hate that crap. I'm vegans. I hate vegans. You know why I hate this is you know these people make me want to move to Florida because they're real. Yeah, they they. Yeah, post- I saw I saw this photo. It cracked me the fuck up. It's from some like I don't know some vegan rally or something, and that there's a sign that said something like "Oh, KFC abuses chickens" or something. Yeah. Right next to the guy holding up the huge sign, there's this dude with this huge bucket of KFC chicken, just like, <laughs> like, I love it, love it. I used to joke that I wanted to go to like a vegan parade and just eat like a shit ton of like steak tartare. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the raw steak. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. Just walk around with like this bucket of like steak tartare with they're like, oh, meat is murder. I'd just be like, well, what are you guys here for? Do you want some steak? I'll say this though. The the vegans, every time they get on your case, like there's different. This is the thing I hate about I just don't like the militant ones. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. look, if you're a vegan and you don't tell me, that's fine. Just do you. I don't think you can be a vegan if you don't tell literally everyone you know, though. Like, is that like a requirement? I think it's a requirement. Yeah. It's like, are you really a vegan if you don't bring it up at least once in conversation like, and yeah. tell every single person you ever come in contact with? Like, I'm a vegan. Be like, yeah, I like to have sex, so apparently you don't. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, first off, if a girl tells me she's vegan, there's no way she's eating my meat, so I'm kind of out of the game at that point, right? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't, I don't know. But my we should probably ask Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, we should ask him what he thinks. On his alien show. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with aliens. Yeah. I got a question in from... Is that, am, I, am I reading this Twitter handle right? At Life is Shit? Okay. Um, if a girl's vegan, it means she, she won't eat take your meat. meat. All right. Um, well, honestly, from personal experience, yeah, vegans suck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, life is shit. You said what no one else will say. And I'm going to say it now. Fuck me. <laughs> it's That's like amazing. on this whole rant. If aliens were existing and they came down from Earth, they'd be like, who you vegan? And they would destroy all of you. Fuck you people. Yeah. But no, I always go back to when people are like, oh, like when they give me that vegan bullshit, I'm like, I'm sorry, I love the taste of murder. That's a great line from Bart Simpson. 
Yeah. I mean, I, you know, yeah. I do too. Food is good. My thing is, like, okay, the people are like, oh, I don't eat meat because they abuse the animal. It's like, okay, speak with your money then and support the farmers that are doing it right and treating the animals humanely. Yeah. Source your fucking meat. Yeah, go then. to your farmer markets. Yeah. Go source, to Source your humane meat then. There's an awesome one actually in Arizona. It's called AZ Fine Swine. Some of the best bacon I've ever fucking had. And yeah, their yeah. treat is to fucking die for. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They treat the pigs humanely. Hell, their pigs probably live better than I do. Oh, yeah, I guarantee. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but that's the problem. It's like, this is a, well, it's this, okay. Going back to anything that's taught me anything is cartoons. But, uh, prime example, Rick and Morty, where Jerry's all like, Beth, do you love me? And Beth is all like, Jerry, why would you ask that question? It's like, are you going to help the homeless people? No. Do you want the homeless people not to be homeless? Yes. Are you going to do it? No. Then then why are you even asking the question? So you vegans out there going like, oh, meat is murder, meat is this, and you want to stop doing it, you want to preach to everybody else. It's like, well, why don't you put your money where your mouth is and go to the local markets? Instead Support of te- the farmers doing it right. Instead yeah. of telling people don't eat meat, tell them to go, hey, you want to eat meat but do it in a humane way, go here. Yeah, here's a few examples here's of a some few examples awesome of people awesome that are places. doing it the right way. You know, because guess what? We're Give gonna, them your money. Like, we're going to need meat to survive. Because guess what? If if the apocalypse happens, I guarantee you, half of these vegans are going to eat human flesh when it comes down to it to survive. I think they'll just die. No, they will. You'll have the ones that die, but then you have the ones going like, uh, no, and they will become cannibals. I guarantee it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna remember I'll run into some and be like, oh, dude, I thought you were a vegan. Oh, yo, I, I Do you started- think, though, maybe the vegans will eat other vegans first? Because then they're like, oh, hey, I know this other vegan doesn't well, yeah. have any animal byproducts in them, so I can cannibalize them and it's okay. But that's the thing. That's the trigger, though. They eat that, but then they just get a taste for human flesh, and then they're okay. So with then they're like a, like a rogue lion. Yeah, because now they feel like, oh, I've eaten all the vegans. I've done my part. So what you're saying is that vegans belong in zoos. Yes. Okay. Make sure we're on the same page. Yes. I agree. I think I would go too. to a vegan zoo. Yeah, yeah. You can just, you know, watch, guess what? witness them in their normal habitat. Do you know what's great about that? They won't even have to put up signs, do not feed the animals. Because I guarantee yeah. what I'm eating, they won't eat anyway. Exactly. Yeah, you go in there, you could observe them. You could save so much money with that. Yeah, you could observe them in their natural habitat, you know, leaving Yelp reviews. Yeah. Um, what else do they do? Telling everyone they're vegans. Yeah, telling everyone they're vegans. Uh, they'll definitely be hanging going, up. There'd have to be like a coffee shop inside. But it has to be the, like uh, an organic yes. coffee shop. Yeah. It can't be a name brand coffee shop. Yeah, they could be. It has to be like Twizzlers, a, like pubic hair shop or it, something. Like they that. could be extolling the virtues of kale. Yeah, that too. Yes, they would also. Yeah, yeah they would have. A, they would have like a Jamba juice, but it'd be called just kale juice. And kale that's all juice. It is. Yeah, that's all yeah. it is. Um, let's see. Yeah, what else. Speaking of kale, oh. I read this excellent cooking tip for kale. Oh, God. Like, throw it out? Yeah, so it's like when you cook up the kale, you know, cook it up with lots of olive oil, some seasoning and stuff, because the olive oil makes it easier to scrape it off the plate directly into the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Fuck. Uh,. Oh, kale. Anybody who says kale is delicious, you're a fucking idiot. Bitter. 
You are fucking idiot. And awful. I'm and sure it's great for you, but... No, it's not. It's, it's bullshit. Uh, no, if it's so great for us, why are we just finding out about it now? Like, it's what, when did kale finally become into our psyche of like, oh, we should eat kale? Like, it's... Okay, uh, yeah. it hasn't even been a concept for 10 years. I guarantee it hasn't even been a concept for 10 years yet. Oh, it's like and, eggs. They keep going back and forth on eggs. Oh, eggs, yeah. It's good for you. It's bad for you. It's good for you. Oh, yeah. the egg whites are bad. The egg whites are great. Like... Yeah. No one knows. Oh, Only eat the yolk or... You drinking know, the eggs is healthy for you? Not doing that is... like Yeah, or, you know, suck the egg directly out of the chicken's butt. Yeah, yeah. Like, have sex with the chicken and then eat that egg? It's like, no. It's like, yeah. I, I know what you want from me. Yeah, inseminate the chicken first and then eat the egg. Yeah, and then eat your own unborn, <laughs> half-breaded child chicken thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's some places that eat the fucking embryo. That's <laughs> right. Like that is that's going too far. For that's me. going too far. Like I'm pretty adventurous as far as foods go. Oh yeah, but I draw the line there. Like, like why I would couldn't you want that? eat a fucking chicken embryo. Like to me, no. I'm like I'm like give it to me as the fucking semen ball thing. Or... <laughs> I can eat. I can eat me some rooster semen. Yeah, I can take some rooster cock into the mouth. You know. Cock, cock. I'll take some cock, cock. Cock a doodle do. Yeah, cock a doodle do. Cock a doodle don't mind if I do. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have to go back and watch Rock a Doodle Do and just have weird thoughts about it throughout the entire thing. And be like, I'd fuck this rooster's dick. I'd suck his little white men out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> While we're on that disgusting trend. Yeah, I was trying to get to Florida in and general. Here we go on down. It, t- it took me for sucking off a fictional rooster's cock to get us down to Craigslist's disconnection. Sets us up for Florida. Sets us up for Florida. Florida! We're like a, we're like a cartoon rooster's dick. <laughs> Pretty much. It's time for some... Misconnections. Back on the old... <laughs> Yeah, it's time for Patrick's Misconnections. Oh, so sit back and relax, because he's going to take it to sexy town. Yeah, Patrick's Misconnections, yeah. It's just gonna fucking come all over my face, neck, and chest. I'll tell you that much. All right. So we're starting with I'm a transgender lady. <laughs> Older, single, looking for lover. It's all in caps. So does that mean I need to yell this? Yeah, probably. Oh, so yeah. she's yelling it from the rooftop. Yeah. She, he, whatever it is. I kept trying to meet that older single man or cross dresser who wants to be alone. <laughs> Okay, how, how do you, more, how, how do you meet someone so who wants, wants to, be, to alone? be alone? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. I don't know. Can be great fun. I do line dancing, so I dancing. Wait, I do line dancing, so I'm okay. First off, first off, uh, if we have any people who enjoy that music and like line dancing, I apologize right now. But line dancing isn't dancing. That's bullshit on a stage. Yeah, fuck yeah. that crap. That's yes, just, country dancing. You're out there getting touched. I'm waiting for someone to pitch my pitch my ass. Pitch my ass or pinch my ass? Pitch. Pitch. Okay. And throw it. Yes, okay. And knows how to French kiss. This ad is for real. I do wear big pink panties. Okay, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. If you're if you're if you're a pitcher and they want to be catched 
and you don't know how to French yeah. kiss, that's on you. Learn how to French kiss before you start. I mean, I mean, I just mad. Somebody's reading that. They're like, yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe. And they're like, to get to the, I do wear big pink pants. All right, cool. All right. Sold. Sold. Big pink pants. Does that get you? You're like reading like a, when you were back in your Tinder days, you're all like, no, no. Big panties. Mm. Pink big panties. Oh, oh. You know what? Mm. Maybe pile. <laughs> and this is just the headline of this one is just okay. tragic. Okay, I know I know your fiance listens to this. Do yeah. me a favor. On the wedding night, please wear obnoxiously big pink panties for Patrick. That'd be amazing. Sweet. Like parachute size. Yeah, parachute size. Make, make a tent. You guys, oh, make a tent and make a Oh, yeah. Dude, I have to be there for that. Okay. <laughs> for the making love. Oh, dude. You'd I mean, like to watch. Dude, you'll be on our channel. I'll just see a silhouette. It's okay. Cool. All right. I'll so the headline of this I'll one I'll just sit there with popcorn. It's good. It's just tragic. Tragic. Looking for that girl that was interested. <laughs> <laughs> there was only one. Wait, are you sure this is from... <laughs> no, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be mean. Go for it. Be mean. I was about to say... You sure, you sure this is from Florida or from Phoenix? Because uh, is that Brian's? Or? <laughs> oh, poor Brian. <laughs> I apologize. I love you, Brian. I love you. Yeah. I'll wear pink, some pink panties for you. I'll do it. Absolutely. Looking for that girl that was interested. Looking for that cute female with brown hair. I thought you were going to get in touch with me. You still interested? Oh, <laughs> that's so tragic. Should we reply back and just be uh, like, it gets better? Uh, uh, it's like, wait, you're not the female? Fuck you. I'm like, we're taking to- a shot, black. An idea came to me to put a call out to the universe. <laughs> Figured, do it now before I get cold feet and change minds. I'm a single man, family oriented, and just turned 40. <laughs> Self-employed with a generally positive and easygoing attitude towards life. Make love, not war. Not religious, but I do believe in spiritual consciousness. Oh, he's a vegan. I'm looking to meet a woman in a like-minded space. I plan to be on Hollywood Beach tonight. If there's anyone out there feeling the same way, wants to hang out, let's meet up. I'm not a creep. Is that tonight? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm kind of curious. We need to follow this guy. Well, if interested, email him and say hi. You can exchange pics, real names, etc. Both feel comfortable meeting a person, then maybe we play Where's Waldo. Try to spot each other in the crowd. Peace, love, and light to all who read this. So I'm thinking we, we should follow this. Not like email him or whatnot, but let's see if, he, if there's anything that comes of it. If the universe actually is truly speaking to this man. Or if he just becomes squishy. Probably squishy. We have Hall Lover. Brazilian stud. Ooh, that's not... Long shot, but I'd like to connect with the Brazilian stud with a beautiful ass and package. We spoke in the water. Like, see, you're gonna rub some sunblock all over you. And more. Lost your black pipe. Nine plus. Lost your pipe. I got it. Gotta be clean. Gotta be able to handle deep strokes. <laughs> no men. No t- wait. No men. Wait. What are you talking? No about? trannies. Oh, hold up. Wait, wait a, a minute. minute. Some men. <laughs> if they're looking for black pipe, then they say no men. Gotta be able to handle deep strokes. 
I'm confused. I'm very confused because it started off with it sounded like a man at, uh, talking to a looking man, for a man, right? The, or like a man that he saw at the beach. Or he's looking for black pipe. Maybe it's a. I guess it's a black guy looking for a woman. You think? Yeah, because he's saying you lost your pipe. I've got it. Okay, so, you gotta be clean. So look, I'm no. Cas- you gotta be able to handle. Deep I'm no strokes. Casanova, but now that you read that back to me, that's kind of that's kind of slick. You lost this black pipe. That's I got it. That's yeah. that's kind of like granted, he, nothing will happen for him, and he'll probably die alone and everything. Like that, but you know what? I wish. I wish. I'm gonna tell Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, somebody's looking for black pipe. I'd be like Matt. No, I'd be like Matthew. This is the line you need to give to Mark. Because mm-hmm. Mark can say that. Yeah, be like, hey, here's my here's my semi semi black pipe. Semi, yeah. We got bowling alley BJ. Oh shit! It's been several years now since we've had contact. Damn. We met via Craigslist and for him section. I've lost your email and phone number. We met at the bowling alley on the Northwest Forty Fourth Street in Sunrise. I'd give you a blowjob in your car. Your initials were AF. Long shot, but you see this, get back and tell me something about me so I know it's you. Others can contact me, but just be for real, not a curiosity. By the way, you are white and uncut. I'm black and older. Damn. I mean, if anyone's in Florida wanting to blowjob blow a bowling alley, hit this dude up. Hey, you know what? Hey, I'm just going to throw it out here. Go to the bowling alley, play a game, come out to your car, get a BJ, go home. Could... could could start a good friendship. Dude, this guy, this is another one, has, like, business hours. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, service for working men, daytime, then he's got hours. Oh, look at him. Yeah, and then B10, go, blow, go, only nothing else, poppers, no chit-chat, regular, Timmy, 34, me, 5'7", 170, white pussy boy. Like, so five, basically, yeah. basically, he just wants you to roll in, not say a word, drop your drawers, uh, get a yeah. BJ, and get the fuck Come out. Come by after work for service. And days or nights. Sometimes lunch breaks as well. And no price? Nope. Oh. So big giant penises flying in the air. It's With business fun. hours. With business hours. Dim lit room. Pussy porn plan. What is... A female, I guess. Or a pussy. P-U-Z-Z-Y. What is pussy porn? I, feel I don't like, want to look it up. I really don't want to. You know to what? Look I'll it. take one for the team. I I think it's probably not a good thing to do. Oh, it's probably like, um, like, like, I, I, I mean, I guess somebody's referring to himself as quote unquote, like, like a twink. I guess. There's another one. Looking for a total top. Total pussy bottom. Bubble and tight ass. Looking for a total top. No versatiles. I'm good looking mixed. Latino what? Oh shit! Do you want to send it over to? to yeah. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> send that to me. I'll, I'll, I'll forward it to him. All right, there you go. It'll be all up about that. Yeah, mixed Latino. I'll have to see if the Latino guy though. Oh no, sinks. it won't work. It says you must be taller than me, well endowed blacks. Ah, oh, damn it. Damn. Sorry. Uh, well, you can still forward to me. Maybe, guy. maybe Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Matthew's like, I'm not. No. No, no, no! You cannot rape me. Yeah, one on that one on, yeah. one on uh, bubble bottom, uh, bubble bottom Latina dudes. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I know you're gonna be away. Yep. 
So um, I guess this is our last episode for, for a New York Minute. Anyways. For a New York Minute, anyways. Yeah. So it's a long, lengthy episode. It's good. Everyone will enjoy it on the Monday. Good. So uh, I think we got a lot. Of, I think we, you know what? I feel like we got a lot of ground covered tonight. We did. Yeah. I feel like we do more work than the Senate does. Probably do. Yeah. Yeah. No, we give people informity. You know. Yeah. So uh, granted, I don't think this episode would be as big as hashtag Hate Yourself First. Probably not. No, that, that was, was a revolution. That was gangbusters. That was gangbusters. But I'm sure, I hope this helps people out. Yeah. And uh, Brian, if you're listening, again, I apologize. It, it, it just came out. We'll find you, someone. Yeah. Oh, no, we did find you someone. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But we just have to get her visa. Oh, right, right. Yeah, okay. Now I'm tracking. Yeah, okay. I figure if I drop something, you'll understand. But anyways, uh, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Life is Shit, so thank you all for listening. I am Steve-O. I'm uh, Pat. And every time I think about it, my vegan hurts. My legs are dangling off the edge. The bottom of the bottle is my only friend. I think I'll spin my wrist again and I'm gone, 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 gone. My legs are dangling off the edge. My stomach full of pills getting work. I put a bullet in my head and I'm gone, 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 gone. Gone too far, yeah, I'm gone again. It's gone on too long. Tell you how it ends. <sighs> this has been a production of Fort Iran now. Fort www.fortradio.com. Happy If you did, that would totally rock. We'd be docking with our vegan cock. <laughs> and kale. Kale. Let's dock with kale. Kale. Yeah, Ryan, Leva, <laughs> if you're listening, fuck you. Piece of shit. He probably is vegan. He is a vegan fuck. He probably does dock with oh, kale. Oh, he sucks dick like a goddamn fucking milk toast white privileged piece of human garbage yes i don't know